0: Americans who travel abroad are often shocked to discover that despite all the progress that's been made in the last 30 years, many foreign people still speak in foreign languages. From Dave Barry, who else? Good morning, everyone. I'm Rob McCall. This is the Awanajo Almanac, a collection of natural and unnatural events, rank opinion, and wild speculation devoted to feeling at home in nature and breaking down the wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. And this is the almanac for August 23rd to 30th, 2013. The last quarter of the sturgeon moon ahead. Here are some natural and unnatural events. Travel. Animals have always traveled for the purpose of improving their habitat or their food supply. Humans, too have migrated from place to place to find better living conditions since the time we came out of Africa. They are called immigrants or invasive species for a time, and then after a while, they're called neighbors. These are natural events. Our age may be the first, however, when so many have traveled so far so often for so little reason. People fly thousands of miles to bird watch or attend a conference or birthday party or reunion. Adele Horan, writing in the Sydney Morning Herald, reports that one round trip from Sydney, Australia to London emits nine tons of carbon dioxide per passenger, the same amount the average person produces in a full year of eating, driving, and heating and cooling their home. This might make one think long and hard about the necessity of air travel for any purpose, let alone vacations, particularly when so many beautiful places are within driving or even walking distance for many families. Your commentator has n- not traveled by airplane since way back in the mm, 20th century, not because of any fear of flying. Nothing's more thrilling than that moment of rising above the clouds. But my people were inclined to believe that when God wanted you to fly, he would give you wings, though not in this life. And the longer I live, the more I see it. Besides, the costs, complexities, and gross indignities of air travel now far exceed my willingness to endure them. Once the frog jumps out of the steaming pot, he darn well isn't going to jump back in any time soon. There's a time to travel and a time to stay put. Many of us, like Ulysses, traveled in our youth and then put the oar over our shoulders and set off over the hills to settle down and make ourselves a home. Wanderers may gain their freedom, but lose the strong bonds of neighborhood and community that sustain us through the trials of time and age. The poet Gary Snyder, once a prophet of the wandering beet generation, settled down 45 years ago saying, the most radical thing you can do is stay in one place. And the saddest town of all is the town of Tranchence. Here's a field and forest report after last year's overwhelming infestation of the hickory tussock moth Their near absence this year is almost eerie. It's like finding a once teeming city uninhabited. Also now we're seeing the tar spot fungus, which produces black spots on the leaves of Norway maples. Somehow sugar maples seem to be immune. In serious cases, the leaves turn brown and fall prematurely, but being late in the season, the damage to the trees themselves is minimal and rarely, if ever, Lethal. The best thing is to rake up the fallen leaves and compost or burn them. Spraying is not recommended. <coughs> Here's a rank opinion. My comments about transients should not be construed to include the regular summer visitors to these parts who come to live here for a time year after year and even generation after generation. Many of our summer people pay taxes live in the same houses, support the same local institutions, attend the same churches, and maybe drive the same old cars their parents and even grandparents did. By their abiding care, they greatly strengthened and enriched the fabric of life and culture in these small coastal towns. And we hope to see every one of them again next year. Finally, a couple of seed pods for you to carry around with you this week. The first from Elizabeth Drew. Too often travel, (coughs) excuse me, too often travel instead of broadening the mind merely lengthens the conversation. And from Dennis Potter. I didn't fully understand the dread term terminal illness until I saw Heathrow for myself.